Hello and welcome back to Make Gippsland Great Again. I am your host, Joe, and this is Corey. Hi, Corey. Hello, Joanne. How are you? I am great. I'm great. What has been crackerlacking in your world? Oh, plenty. <laughs> oh, like ridiculous amounts. Yes. Um, my wife actually, funnily enough, just sent me a, a link to to a um, had a, a self-report scale on adult ADHD, oh. which uh, I think she suspects that I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, wife is very lively. That's great. Uh, three young kids <laughs> and, and uh, plenty going on with work and, and in uh, different areas. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, but Auskick has just finished up for the year, so that's... How is that? Because you were oh, like... it's been good. Like Lord or President or uh, No, like... no, no. That's a, that's a strong wording. Um, <laughs> basically, I was assistant to the Emperor, the Auskick yes, Emperor. right. Um, Greetings, Emperor. Young, young Feathers. Yep. Um, but uh, d- down there at South City, no, it's been... It was a really good... It was a lot of fun, good season, good to see, like, heaps of kids getting out and about and, mm. and um, wanting to kick footies together and that sort of thing. Any, uh, like... Skills that you could see young little pudding people going. Yep, he's going to go great. Oh, I don't. I think that I would be the last person you would ask as to whether somebody's going to make it. Really? Oh, AFL. Oh, do you what think do they're just all great, or do you just go? You guys no, have no skill. Well, no, I just suck at AFL. So, like, <laughs> how could I possibly go? Oh, yeah, there's talent right there. Like, I just don't know the game well enough. <laughs> yeah. There's like not being not being a natural Victorian. Like, I haven't grown up with it. Mm. You know, moved here early twenties and and started playing, and and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I like I'm a rugby I'm a rugby league <laughs> fan at heart, and so that's what I've you know, and that's what I grew up with, and I play touch footy and that. So there's a, there's lots of nuances in the game that I just don't get, <laughs> or I haven't, or not that I don't get, like I kind of see it when you watch it. I can kind of see it, but when I'm playing, like I'm I feel that out. about cricket. I don't understand it. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I'm a bit the same. I I don't know cricket. look, in the defence of cricket and fans of cricket, I don't have a lot of interest in understanding it either. So that's on me. I don't uh, don't mind. I wouldn't mind to understand it a little bit better. Like, I feel like there's a bit more sort of chess going on. I was going to say, you're a mass person. Yeah, like there's some, just the positioning of fielders and that sort of thing. But I don't, yeah, I don't fully understand it, but like I could... Maybe it's not soccer. On the other hand, I like love, the Matildas. Love going, going great guns. Yeah. Um. But I, yeah, soccer. I don't really. Really. No. Ah. Oh. I'm not a. Just maybe because I'm uncoordinated, and I and so. You can testify to that. Yeah. No. <laughs> I. You know, as a kid, when you play at school and stuff, I'd be just shouldering. Is it because you road. have to keep your head down? Well, not you shouldn't, but. Like the ball's on the ground. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, I'd always feel like, um, yeah, I could never look up because well, I was always so focused. In my on the ball. Um, sporting career, while I was at school playing lacrosse, just lacrosse. Did you play lacrosse? Get out! I had a go, and um, that was really hard because for me, I have to keep my eyes focused on the ball, which is in the air, and you're carrying a stick at the same time. So how do you do that and then watch where you're running and know where players are? It's just a weird, weird game. But see, the physical contact in lacrosse would draw me to that. I don't think it's a physical contact sport. They wear pads, don't they? Uh, Look. They do. I'm pretty sure they wear pads. No. And face masks and stuff. Wow. (laughs) I I never wore a face mask. I'm sure I've seen lacrosse Maybe our school had a tight budget. And yeah, a shield. At thing. least protective gear. Like yeah, I think 
don't know. We used to wear the lacrosse like hoopy things be, as a mask. Is there another game where people are running around with sticks and pads? Do you reckon? I think you're thinking of jousting. No, 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 no. <laughs> I reckon like. Oh. Or our producers just showing. Oh yeah. Okay. So that? what I'm watching is. Lads running around in yeah, sporting. With helmets. They've got helmets. Yeah, sure I'm about to explain oh, sorry, it to the sorry. listeners. Sorry, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so what I'm looking at is lads running around with shorts, t-shirt, grippy gloves, and yes, crash helmets. It yeah, appears well, like with NFL a stick in hand. Helmets. Yeah. American football style helmets. Yeah. And I guess that's what I'm wearing. I'm pretty sure that in some cases they do wear like pads though. No, like shoulder I pads, think like you're making that up. iron pads. No. I'm pretty sure. Maybe you're thinking of a weird hybrid American sport. Maybe. Yeah. I, I saw. I but it's physical. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's physical. I saw. Um, you can bump people when they game. <laughs> I saw yeah. okay. They got shoulder pads. Yeah, see, I told you. Okay. I saw um, a hybrid of soccer on bikes, so they play the whole game indoors oh. on mountain bikes. Let that just marinate in your imagination. Fair enough. Very skilled players. There's lots of like all. Um, there's an Irish. Or Gaelic football, and oh, that's yeah. close to Aussie rules, but yeah. they use a soccer ball. Yeah. And then they actually have soccer goals within the four posts. and oh, yeah. So that's a that's an interesting hybrid. I've actually got, yeah, it's funny. There's actually a couple of locally, there's a few Irish guys that come over to do, whether they're teaching or I think there's a couple out of the RAF base and things like that, and they, they're they apparently not too bad at, yeah. at Aussie rules because they bring that skill set from Gaelic football. Yeah. Number one dumbest sport at the moment for me would be hobby horsing. What's hobby horse? Oh my gosh, you have to look at it. <laughs> it's honestly the weirdest, most ridiculous, but very competitive. It's like Scando countries like Switzerland and that. Um, and you compete with a hobby horse. You have to go over very high jumps and do like. Um, oh, as in like a horse with on a stick? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, no. Don't like the most made up, ridiculous. I couldn't afford a real horse, but. I love horses and I haven't quite grown up sport I've ever seen. I don't know if you can call that a sport. It's classified as but a then, sport. Well, what's that? There's a Harry Potter thing, a uh, Harry Potter game, yeah. a game they play in Harry Potter. I don't know what it's called. The Quiggle, squiggle, something. Squiggle. What Scribble? is it? Scribble? No. Miggle. <laughs> Quidditch. Quidditch. <laughs> 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 Quidditch. But then, no, but there's a ball they chase it for. The, the, I don't know. Like anyway, a, but there, there's universities, whole university game set up to this Quidditch Which game. is sort of like hobby horsing, really. But, well, a little well, bit a because I think in the movies they fly on a broom. They do so fly on a broom. I think these guys have to have a broom yeah. to run around on. Yeah. Which, I, <laughs> Which look, I like, would, look, to be honest, like it sounds silly, but I would give it a go. I, was I reckon, I feel like I would I'm give like, it a go. We made eye contact just yeah. then and was like, yeah, we'd do that. Yeah, I would do that, a hundred percent. I probably wouldn't do the hobby horsing, but I'd do the, I'd do the Give it a whirl. run around. With a stick. <laughs> All right, let's crack into a, I don't know, more pointed. Wait a minute, sorry. I just oh, want to go back to the Matildas on. because oh, okay. it's been such a big, it's been such a big um, uh, cultural drawing together of people yeah. across the nation. Uh, and I really admire that, although I, I'll be honest, like myself, I didn't watch a whole heap of their games, watch a little bit of their, their last one last night against England, and probably because there were, you know, there was so much of a media and social media yeah, attraction it. to it. Yeah. Actually, I was in a chat group and someone was saying, is this the, you know, is this the, the single most momentous event in Australian sports history? 
Um, and I was like, oh, I don't know, but maybe it's just... Uh, and somebody else sort of said, oh, the Rugby Union World Cup in 2003 mm. final was massive where Australia played England, I think, mm. in the final in Sydney. And so that was really huge for Australia at the time. And even when the Socceroos got into yeah, the, the World, World Cup, Cup, that was massive. That was huge. But, but uh, as far as, like, eyes on the game... Yes, um, But I think it's, di- it's probably different in today's day and age because you've got social media. Yeah. Whereas 2003, that didn't exist. Mm. Or mi- it was minimal. Messenger. Big, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, uh, yeah, a, what is it? Yeah, yeah, Mock, MSN yeah. Messenger. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you had, you might have had MySpace, but no one had smartphones or TikTok, short videos, all that sort of stuff. Nah. Wasn't YouTube wasn't it? No, I think you're right. It's been, I don't know, monumental. I saw one young girl and she's like, I've given up my Taylor Swift co- um, tickets to come to see the Matildas. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Respect that. Yeah. That's, Good choice. If you're, and if you're a Swifty, that's you are, huge. You've Swift out. Yeah, 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 that's huge. Yeah. Huge. Anyway, good good on the Matildas. Well done, <laughs> all ladies. All yeah. right, okay, sorry. Let's come back, which will look, that that adds to our conversation. We're, we're talking about community today. We're talking about increasing community connection and what it takes to connect that to the next generation. Yes. Um, both Corey and I have a real passion for our community, as you all know, um, but part of what we do focus on, I guess, in our own lives but also when we're working together is how to how to connect that with younger people as well and, and yep. uh, sorry, cross-generational, yep. like with older people as well, yep. knowing that it's not just about the here and now but, you know, hopefully we're passing something on within our community. Um, so, yeah, that's what our discussion is about today. Um, to me, I, when we were just talking about it before we started recording, I just started thinking about vision again. I know, again, we've mentioned this but I don't think we can move away from how to build a, com- a community successfully without a clear vision. And I was thinking this about this the other day with the work that I was doing and working with kids. Vision is so important because it actually drives people through the discomfort or the pressure or the, the hardship. And yeah. we're feeling that now in our community with, you know, the increase in living costs and increase in mortgages. All this pressure is coming on, but without a vision to actually push through it's going to be hard to, to see these yeah. next few years yeah. through. So yeah. and, what are your thoughts? And, no, I think that that's great. Like I think vision gives um, vision gives people a, an insight into the future. Mm. And so if they're able to see that, then they can connect with that idea mm. and then that starts can start them on a journey. Um, but, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Like um, vision, we probably don't cast enough vision, I feel like, in leadership in – Oh gosh, at, at th- lots of different levels, don't cast vision enough. It's mm. not a. It's an a heavily. Yeah, it's hugely underrated in lots of levels of leadership. Mm. Like if I was to say to anyone on the street, you know, what do you think the vision for the nation is at mm. the top level of politics? No one could tell you because no. there's not a. I feel like there's not a lot there. I, mm. I don't mean. To, I'm not trying to be critical. No. Only that. I feel like. It's just un- an underrated asset yes. to enable people to come onto the same page, mm. be able to hang their hat on something mm. or an idea, and then go, oh, yep, yeah, that's... And vision almost makes an idea tangible. Mm. It's like, oh, yeah, mm. I can start to see it in my mind's eye. I can see where we're mm. going and what, what I need to do for us mm. to be able to get there, mm. if that makes sense. Do you think people, like speaking about vision, can see through when it's genuine heart to for other people compared to 
promoting a vision that is fake. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I was listening, I saw a clip just yesterday and uh, it was uh, good old Gary V. and he was saying, like, um, he often gets people say to him, oh, Gary, can I, I'll come and drive you from your hotel to your speaking event or mm. vice versa, mm. you know, just so you don't have to worry about a taxi or anything, I'd love to just drive you. Mm. And he goes, that translates to me, for 35 minutes I'm going to hear them pitch me something because <laughs> they're not, like, they're purporting to do something for me and right. to be nice, yeah. um, but it's just not, you know, yep. and so I think... There's an agenda pe- behind it. Yeah, there's an agenda it. behind yeah. it. And so people... People un- know when something is authentic. Mm. Um, they know when there's, a, like you said, when there's actual heart behind or mm. passion behind what somebody is talking mm. about. And mm. for want of a better term, they can see through the, the bulldust. Yeah. You know, like they, yeah. people can. <laughs> yeah. People feel it. You pick it up. It's, yeah. it's the vibe, <laughs> if you like. Gosh, when, I hate that word. Uh, well, <laughs> no, I yeah, get it. I get it. Like it's the, um, the things that are... The intangibles. Yes. You know, you pick it up in people's tone, in their body language. Um, you you know when people are passionate about what they're talking about yeah. and when they truly believe what they're talking yeah. about. And you tend to be drawn to those people. Yeah. When people are just saying something because they think that's what you want to hear, yeah. you know it's not. You just know. Mm. There's some, I don't know, there's a plasticity about it, mm. if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I think, you know, when we're talking about increasing the community connection, like what you just said, people can see through that, the authenticity of it. And I often think of this as, you know, you can see someone's motive or as a motive, you know, and I think partly, you know, if we want to increase community connection, then there needs to be a shift, a shift from comfort, um, comfort seeking to seeking how to build for others. Yeah. And I think maybe that's Australian culture. Like, we, you know, we do grow up going, get the white picket fence, get the car, partner, whatever it is, because that's going to be fulfilling. Yeah. It's such a lie, though, because there is so much more to living and part of that is living with your community, how you're contributing to that. Um, so sometimes I, I really do believe this and this is, you know, you know as our conversations flesh out, how we shift that that um, that focus from building for self to building for others yep. is key to other people adopting a vision, other people investing in that vision. And yep. I just was thinking back to our interview with Kim and, you know, both Kim and Brett, you know, there's no doubt of their heart and focus for the community. Yeah, that's right. The time that they put in, yeah, the evidence 100%. is there because there's a lot of sacrifice yeah. to what they do. Yeah, yeah. And to me, when I'm looking at people, whether it's an employer or um, people I want to work with, I look at how they're spending their time. Yeah, yeah. Because to me, yeah. that's really their hallmark of their purpose yeah. and their intention. Yeah, because actions speak louder than words. Right. And that's when, that's when people really... Because people always look and watch. Mm. It's really funny. Like people, it's and social judge. media, and so, social media yeah. is a big like. They go, "What's going on over there?" People just people look mm. and they take notice and they watch. Um, and so when when there's action mm. with your words, yeah. then that carries weight. Yeah. You know, boots mm. on the ground. When that vision, uh, yeah. you know, when that vision becomes action, yeah. then people even more so are able to connect with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That's good. Um, my my first point was around like because obviously we're talking about increased community connections and something that I just I've noticed heaps um, over the last few years is that people 
can feel like they've got no one to to lean on or mm. to talk to. Mm. And so for me, it's that like that connect the number one. Uh, thing that I had for increasing community connections was around relationship, mm. building relationships, and how just how important relationships are. Like uh, we all, Aussies are real independent. Mm. Aussies are so independent. Mm. Like um, that's a huge part of our culture. Yeah, it was a, a big reason why we were chosen to go on the Kokoda tra- Trail. Yes. So American troops, they they say American troops are great because they would always follow orders. Right. Aussies don't follow orders. Aussies don't like to be told what to do (laughs) and we're very independent and very independent thinkers and that's actually the main reason they put Aussie troops on the Dakota Trail because it was narrow. They knew that they wouldn't, they'd often get separated Mm. from their leadership um, but that they'd make independent decisions and make good choices. Um, So that's that's sort of... it's an asset as well. It's an asset. It's absolutely an asset but it can, but as everything in moderation, yeah, Mm -hmm. same as... Yeah, everything in moderation. Mm. Diet's the same thing. But, um, <laughs> so our level of independence is good or growing up, right? But we're still we we no man is an island. Mm. We're made. We're built for relationship, mm. and it's just so important. I think um, you always build relationship deeper in service mm. or activity. True. Um, True. That because when you're working alongside people for the same goals with the same aspirations, mm. always there's a deeper level of relationship. Mm. Um, so it's not just meeting someone down the pub and having a beer. Like, and that's good. I'm not saying don't do that. That's that's great. But that's always going to be a very surface level mm. of relationship. Mm. Whereas when you're actually um, pushing towards something with someone mm. where potentially there's conflict and you even overcome that, mm. the relationship go- goes so much deeper. Yeah. And um, and that that in and of itself builds community. Mm. Relationships build community. That um, You know, having those co- the common goals, the, the purpose, the priorities, mm. that really uh, brings people together. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, uh, I reckon there's a lot of feel like there's a lot of, um, and maybe it's just media that I've just seen a few, quite a few articles lately talking about, you know, oh, I can't find, people can't find partners, boys and girls, yeah. guys and girls. I think you're, all, you're always a lot, I'm just trying to think how to word this properly, your odds increase drastically of finding your life partner when you are in a place of service. Yes. Because you in that point are being unselfish with your actions, with yeah. your time, with your resources. Yeah. You're going to find somebody similar in nature to that mm. that also have those same goals, same priorities, same purpose. Yeah. And there'll be a you're, you're more likely to find a life partner in that kind of a setting than anywhere else. Most yeah. people will go to the pub or online or whatever, but I feel like... Um, if you look around at marriages that, that last, you know, or relationships that last long term, it's often built around purpose yeah, and priorities being very true. similar or, and aligned. Look at us talking about. I don't yeah. know if that's too deep. Make Gibson great again. <laughs> love <Yeah>. links. <laughs> the Gibson love doctors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. It was just no, no, no. A, it was just a point. <laughs> but that I think I, I think I'll, I'll pause you there because you've got to look at the micro as well as the macro. Yes. And I think if you look at those, like how we relate intimately, whether it's friendships or partners, yep. you know, that correlates to how we'll relate in the bigger picture. Yep. I read, I'm read, i reading this book at the moment and, you know, it's Australian businessman and a quote that he wrote when he was, uh, he was employed in, I think it was like the late 
80s in America to basically siphon out uh, the books of LJ Hooker. Um, so big corporation going into financial crash because of the recession, money's leaking out. Basically found out where all the plugs were and people were putting money in their own pockets. Yeah. And he wrote this in the book in reflection. He's like, men or business people that cheat on the company will cheat on their wives. Yeah, right. And it was, and he could see this correlation with, you know, how they were treating their family members to how they were respecting and valuing their own company. Yeah, right. And I'm like, oh, that's so simple, but yet yeah. so true. Yeah. And not that you want to go in and judge people and no. be sceptical of people's motives, but it'll flow over. Yeah, eventually it's you know the shit's going to be lifted and yep. you're going to see what's happening underneath. So and yeah, and conversely, if your intentions are good and true, right, then you tend to find somebody that aligns with those values. Yes, um, I think like, um, oh, sorry. I had a point there I was going to make. No, I love like, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. That's ADHD. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> well, I think it's a dog with a puppy tail. <laughs> uh, no, but, but it's true. I think, you you know, you can't build a healthy community without looking at the, the micro, the family yes. units, the individual yep. units. Yeah, 100%. Um, because that, that's what it's built on. We are yep. the foundation of our community. Yeah. Um, and I think it's good to sort of self-reflect, not be critical, yep. but to go, hang on, if I make these adjustments, what does it mean for the next generation? What does it mean for caring for the older generation? Yep. And that whole area of service is huge. Yeah. Oh, massive. Huge. Sorry, that, I just remembered what it was. See, if I you kept talking, you, you yes. can come back. No, no, I really appreciate it. You don't go, you wouldn't go into, um, go, I'm going to go volunteer so I can find a missus. <laughs> so I can find a bloke. That's not like, what we're promoting. I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm actually just here to find a husband. Um, like, like, you're not, yeah, it's not like that. Um, but uh, <laughs> After this, you'll watch the increase in voluntary. <laughs> <laughs> Volunteering yeah. around the place. But there's heaps of things that you can get involved in. Mm. Like, you can get involved, like, um, sorry, that you can build heaps of no, that's my other point. Sorry. I'm di- Look, I'm going. Can I go straight to my next point? Go. Is that all right? Hit me. Sure. Go. My next point was around activity and adventure. Ooh. Um, that, that builds community connections mm-hmm. is actually doing things. I thought you were going to go like dating advice no, now. No, no, what to do on a date? No, no. <laughs> no, not at all. But d- being, being active, like actually like actually doing stuff yes. and then having adventures. Yeah. So doing something for doing something for others, and that's why it probably bleeds in. Mm. Doing something for others um, is actually an adventure. Mm. So it can be the mindset can be, and because of the the culture that we have, mm. it can be I'm, you know I'm out for myself. Mm. Um, where but if you actually get part, or I don't have time because I've got too much to do mm. for me and mm. for mine. But if you actually get past that and go, you know what, I'm just going to go do help out at the sports or go join Rotary or help out on a sausages or, or go mm. do something at the school. And when you do those things, man, it's an adventure mm. because mm. usually nothing ever goes the way you think it's going to go. Um, there's a whole lot of twists and turns along the way. Mm. And, and it, yeah, when your mindset is, I'm here for the, you know, I'm, I'm actually having a good time mm. here uh, or I'm actually doing something that's of value mm. to the community, man, everything Everything changes. Mm, the yeah. you know the way that you look at things changes. Yeah, um, it really does. Like even when you're working with like little little tiny people, um, working with kids and you're doing something, this happens all the time, and it, it just fails. But the kids are erupting in laughter. Yes, and you just stop and listen to that. It's one of the most beautiful sounds in the world, and you're like. I don't even know what the point is right yep. now, but these k- 
kids are lit up. Yep. Like this is They're having I reached my goal. Time. Yeah, I exactly. reached my goal. Yeah, yeah. So. I've I've given these kids I've actually produced something that yeah. these kids are gonna grab a hold of. Yeah. Some of them may not remember it tomorrow. No. But some of them might remember it in twenty years' time. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that day or that moment. Um but yeah, but getting it getting outside of your comfort zone mm. is that's an adventure. Mm. So I think uh we can be in a culture where everybody's fearful and mm. what really wants to stay in those comfort zones. But when you start to step outside of those comfort mm. zones, it's an adventure mm. and it's cool. It is like yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> you can have so much fun yeah. in in doing these activities, having adventure, serving other people. Um, uh, you know, it could just be it could be as simple as joining the local hiking club, mm. doing a sport. You know, arts and culture. Arts and culture are not my thing. No, I was just I'm not cultured. Or I'm not cultured don't at all. Tell me. But <laughs> but um, there's been times where I've been to the local art gallery and and uh, and there's some cool exhibits and I go wow. These people are really creative. I, I thought you were going to tell that. me like you've taken up pottery or something. No, I'm no, like... not yet. But, <laughs> like if I there's times where I go, I wish I had a bit more time to to do some more creative things. Yes. Something that I've done with my young bloke for his birthday one uh, one year, I bought him like just a box with a whole heap of spray paint cans. Yeah. And he just, we buy, I'll go to the op shop and buy like a $2 old painting and let him just paint over the top of mm. it and the textures and the different things that happen. And he likes to watch a few YouTube clips on people making these space yes. images yeah. with spray cans and they're really cool. Like they're, yeah. I'm, like, oh, for me, I think they're really cool <laughs> and I would love to learn <laughs> to do that. And I wish I had more time to do it myself. Yeah. But he loves to just get out there and just – and obviously I, he's wearing safety gear just so we're clear and I'm, I'm not encouraging graffiti or anything like that. But he's just getting out there and experimenting yeah. and having fun. And even I can – just watching him do that and, and helping him do that, mm. I, like I get a bit of a kick out mm. of it. There's – like, yeah, arts and culture is really cool. And yeah. that growing up, that was never, never, ever my bag. Mm. That wasn't my thing. But uh, I can – just starting to appreciate it a bit more. Stage performances, drama, concerts, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, it's cool. But then even even like politics. Mm-hmm. Even politics can mm-hmm. – I know, I don't not, – not to get political, no, but no, no. being – being involved in politics yeah. or being across what's going on, you can form relationships through through that. Like yeah. there's a um, – yeah, I think that, you, and, again, it can be fun. Yeah, and it we can, can link that back. Like I think – I'm not going to talk about politics because I'm <laughs> like politically – the language confuses me. <laughs> but I <laughs> – you go back 30 years ago and every person was part of a political party. You you know, you just were. And I, I really? know – yeah, like the family would be, we're involved, oh. we're part of the lives, we're part of the... I, I never grew up, no, I didn't know, I really didn't know what No, no, like, was. I'm talking beyond, before our generation. Like well, that you was said the... 30 years ago, I was like 10. <sighs> so, <yeah. laughs> so you're actually talking like 50, 60 right. years ago. Because 30 years ago is like Okay, so Corey and I have this issue that <laughs> he demands and no. I can be a bit liberal because I want to get to my other point. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> 60 years ago. <laughs> Dave, I'm looking at you. Would I be correct in saying around about 60 years ago? Yes, Thank you, there. Dave. Thank you. <laughs> Two against one in here. Anywho. Uh, Dave's a point of all knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia. Um but yeah, so my point being, there was involvement, and you would you would get into the discomfort zones. This is my point. So, but now again, there's this been this separation of involvement, and again, what you said before that that we're not 
we become little islands. We become very independent yeah. and very critical of things that we might not like or just we just we don't want to look at it. We yeah. want to be sleeping. We yeah, want to be yeah. disconnected from what's uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And, and I love what you said about the adventure because getting involved is part of the in- adventure. Yeah. And it's not about... Um, I want to change everything right now. No. It's about the here and now. When you talk about, like, you know, your moments with your little lad and culture and stuff like that, that's present. Yeah. And you can sort of disconnect from the magnitude of the drama of fear because we don't know what tomorrow will bring. Yeah. All we are responsible for is now. And I think coming back to that here and now, well, what are we doing today to make sure I can make someone smile, that I can actually give someone eye contact when I'm passing them in the street. Yeah. You know, yeah. those little yeah, micro yeah. doses actually contribute to changing your personal yeah, self. Yeah, 100%. And changing yeah. the, the community at large yeah. as well. So I think, you know, sometimes you can go, oh, we've got all this work to do and it's just too much. I'll just go back to my little bubble zone yeah. and buy another TV or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. get another... Uh, Netflix subscription or whatever. <laughs> I don't have any of that. I don't, yeah. My remote's currently dead. I know it just needs batteries, but I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> you get up to change the channel? No, I just don't turn the TV on. Oh, right. Okay. I just yep. don't care. Yeah, because you got phone. We've got phone. Who's watching TV? We've got phones. Oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry, anyway, we digress. So my point being is those micro doses can be, it's so tangible then. it's it, We can come back to, well, today, you know, I, I had this conversation with a kid or I actually ask the checkout person at Coles how their day was. You're changing the culture within yourself. Yeah, 100%. Which has to have impact long-term. So we go, how do we make long-term impact? We start looking inwardly to making adjustments within ourselves now. Yeah, and just just get involved. Yeah. Go and get involved in something. Yeah. Because, like, again, that sort of goes back to that the relationship stuff. Right. People go, oh, how do you you meet new people? Like, how do you get a circle of friends or... Just go get involved in something. Yeah. Go find something that you may or may not be interested in and just have a go. Yeah. And even if it's, it might be touch footy. And, you no, know, it's not no, touch footy. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, like, it might be just a random social community yes. sport, indoor soccer or netball. Mm. I'm, I'm very sports orientated. Mm. That's me. But but it could be um, a local – there's a local riders club. There's mm. a local um, arts – there's the seed garden. And there's, sometimes it's about asking. Like yeah. if you have a child, they most likely go to school. So going to school, yeah. how can I help? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Don't steal my other points. Oh, sorry. No, go on. <laughs> <laughs> what was your next one? What's your next one? Oh, well, no, I was actually just taking your oh, lead cool. and following okay. your footsteps. I thought you had four. I do, but I was just okay. building Oh, no, no, I you. appreciate it. No, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> but, okay, one of my, my last point that I sort of was reflecting on before was uh, sometimes a misconception of community connection, we can go, oh, community connection means I have to be this extrovert that's, you know, has to yes. work hard. Oh, yeah. That is a misconception. Yes. Absolutely wrong. Yeah. Because then you go, you disqualify yourself yeah. from participating. Yeah. You disqualify yourself from the adventure because yeah. you don't fit that mould. Yeah. Well, it's only the sporty people. It's only, yeah. you know, and yeah. you can see that in a community that's very sports orientated, but that's one level. Yeah. So you need to shift your perspective yep. to see the bigger picture. Yeah. Um, you know, and it is reprioritizing. I don't have time. What are you doing with your time? Yeah. Is that really important? Yeah, it's not yep. to discount fun and, you know, having family time or whatever it is. Yep. But can that be redistributed so you're actually having greater impact and 
experiencing fulfillment. Yeah. Or and like when you were saying there about family time, like because I, I family time is really important. Yeah. But doing going and doing things as a family yeah. is still family time. Yes. You know, like so getting let's involved go together. in something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It can be. I think it can be very much. Oh, we won't involve the kids uh. um, because it's just too hard. Yeah. And that's that was. Sorry, you finish yours, but. Oh no. That was it. I know, I know, sorry. That's my point, is a misconception of what community connection can be. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and maybe because you do have, whether or not people agree or disagree, we do have class in Mm. our community, you know, lower demographic versus, you know, the uh, mid-level, you know, the... Working class. Working class, thank you. (laughs) Mid-class, mid-class, working class. So, you know, that can create... A, a disconnect between community. Well, you know, it's only for those, you know, the beautiful people on the other side, on, yep. on East Sale. Yeah, yeah. It's only for, you know, I won't fit is in. Is East Sale the beautiful side, is it? Oh, I don't know. I don't even know which <laughs> way is East. <laughs> don't correct me. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we tend to talk about something because that's where we live. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, or you can go, you know, town by town. Well, you know, especially when there's rivalry sports. Well, yeah. I don't want to, you know, join in because it'll be with this community. So these prejudice can actually put up big barriers when we go, well, what is community? It's the diversity of what we live in. Yeah. And creating a foundation for that to flourish yeah. is what we're actually focusing yeah. on. And I love that what you said about, like, even if you feel like you're an introvert, extrovert, whatever. Whatever. Um Social ang- social anxiety is a big can be a really big thing these days, and people mm. can go, oh, I can't, I don't feel like I can get involved in that because I feel so anxious. But the way that you used, and now I don't, I'll I correct haven't, you. <laughs> I haven't experienced the, yeah. a lot of that myself, and so uh, you know, uh, some coming from maybe a slightly different perspective. But I understand that when you have fears, the best way to overcome them is to face them mm. and to yep. really take steps, almost in. Um, against them or towards mm-hmm. them, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And so um, if you've got a lot of social anxiety and so you feel like that precludes you from getting involved, mm. just start small. Mm. Start small, mm. find something really, could just be one or two people or somebody maybe that you work with or um, find something that they're doing and maybe you can tag along. Like find a way to just start small. And community, yeah. community can, and this is the other thing, community, we, you know, Tends to be mostly very physical and very uh, quite local. Yeah. Um, but then there's online communities as well. Yeah. And that can that could even be a step for you. That might yeah. be a big step is to reach out to a particular Facebook group or mm. or, a, or a I don't know what other online communities. Are. <laughs> Sometimes the assumption that you know you've actually jumped five steps ahead for someone to get involved in community when it's well, hang on, maybe you just need to say hello to your neighbour. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you've just yep. got to be brave enough to talk to the school principal. Yeah. Maybe you've just got to be brave enough to talk to your spouse again. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yep. Because I think it, it, it becomes so much easier when you actually recognise, hang on, I actually don't have this skill, but I can learn it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You can learn it. You yep. can learn it. I'm like, I don't accept when I'm talking to young people, well, I can't. Well, why can't you? Unless you're an amputee, yep. like, yeah, yeah. well, there's a significant reason. Yeah. It's because it's dis- it's there's a discomfort there. Yep. It's because it's not what you're good at straight away. Yeah. So 100%. we work through it. Yeah, that's good. We work that's through good. it. I love it.
Um, my next one was uh, was going back to that family time and uh, um, and sort of and how do we how do we increase those community connections and then how do we breed that uh, uh, that community focus into the next generation? Mm. And I've got just drag your kids everywhere. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Take them I was really expecting something. <laughs> Profound. Yeah, I nah. was. <laughs> it's really simple. Just nah, take good. them everywhere. Drag them. So I, I reckon I, like, I've, met, I've got a few, few mates that are real, real country boys. Mm. And what they, what they would always do, always have their dogs with them. Their mm. dogs are always, they're well trained and their mm. dogs would always be in the back of the ute. They'd mm. go, oh, get in the back. They'd jump in and they'd just be there. So can I just ask? Yeah. Have you taken... That as a model for parenting? Uh, no, no, no. But like, <laughs> you know, like, it's a weird, it's like it's not something that no, everybody does yeah. with their with their pet. So yeah, I shouldn't equate kids to pets. But, <laughs> but I just remember going, oh, wh- like if you can do that with a pet, why couldn't you do it with a child? Yeah. Like, why couldn't you take them with you? Mm. And I'm not saying that you need to train them and whistle them <laughs> to the back of the ute. <laughs> but, but, but it is about tra- that is a, but it is about training right. at the same time. Like how you're meant to behave, or mm. or getting out and about and being a part of it. But then also seeing things modelled. Mm. Because if the kids are always at home for whatever reason, or or only at home or at school, mm. then they don't see that broader range of what you do outside That's right. of that. Yeah. And so, and it can. Insane. It's hard work. Mm. It's flipping hard work. Yeah, it is. And I think a lot of people go, oh, too hard, too yeah. hard. And I, and I do get that. But if you also feel like if I, for me, this is what I do with my kids because I feel like if I don't do it now, it's going to make my life a whole lot harder later on. Yeah. And so it's it might be tough for a few years, but as I really feel like as we go along, um, they're going to get better at it, and I'm going to get better at mm. it, and we can do we can do more. It allows us to do more things mm. together, and just opens more doorways. Mm. But it also allows them to see me role modelling some mm. things, understand how community works, mm. um, and, you know, under, understand what it means to serve, and then not just seeing me as a role model, but other people that are doing mm. those things as well. Yeah. Because I want. I want those kind of people to mm. be an influence in my kids' mm. life. I want them to be looking up. I don't want them to just look at me. Like, I, I want to be a role model for my yeah. kids and I want them to be able to look at me, but I, I want to provide for them an array of people that they can really look at and go, hey, that's really cool. Mm. I like that characteristic that that person yeah. has or the way they serve the community or the way that they um, uphold this relationship mm. and that they start to pick things up, you know, in themselves and start to, you know, uh, have all these tools in which to navigate life. Yeah, yeah. You know, does that it, make no, sense? No, it's true. I was just thinking then, you know, he's probably watching me going, oh, because I was coming up with my own <laughs> connection points with that. It's relatable. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking, like, you know, working with young people as I do over the years, I remember having this point. Um, I was at the pub after work. There's a couple of us that, you know, just having a, a, a beverage after working in hospitality, it's really, really normal, and these young kids came up to me, they were 18, 17, 18, and um, I knew them from a mentoring program that I'd done at one of our local schools. And not that I was doing anything wrong or anything like that, it hit me between the eyes. I'm like, oh, my gosh, and they came over, we had a good chat, rah, 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 and it really hit me. Again, I don't feel like I was doing anything sinister, but it may it switched me on to going, man, this is not about me. I've yeah. I've got to make sure that I'm not perfect. Yeah. 
but I'm demonstrating something that is worth looking at in yep. that sense, that it's yeah. worth following in 100%. that sense. Um, and it, it was a good tune-up. It was grow-up moment, really. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I think I've just taken that on board and knowing, and again, we come back to vision and purpose. Like you talk about your kids, you go, well, long-term, how do you see them growing up? How do yeah. you see them as adults? Yeah. What What do you want to invest in long-term? Because yeah. at the end of the day, they will fly the coop. Yeah, that's and, right. you know, I, I would only assume that as a parent, you want them to succeed, you want them to contribute, you want yeah. them to actually go further than you. Yeah. And how you do that is that investment, the pain, the yeah. suffering, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the learning yeah. right at the yeah. beginning, because ultimately... I would say that that's your best case of success yeah, by putting that in right at the beginning. Yeah. And that's not to say, like, you know, obviously you w- I work with kids and you work with kids and you're like, geez, these kids have gone through some stuff. Yeah. Turning points can happen at any point because they're mentors continually around them. Yeah. You know, positive role models, pos- positive uh, male figures and, and, and female figures, mm. showing them, demonstrating them, a choice, yep. a different way, yeah, yeah, and that's so powerful. And like, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for having that community around me yep. to demonstrate a different way of yep. living, a different way of responding yep. to conflict, to working through frustration, yep. to working through fear and anxiety. Yep. So I think you know, and I think when you go back to what can I do, know that you're having an impact, whether it's a young person, old person, family member simply by choosing how to respond differently. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, massive. That is huge. And it's like it's not about getting to dictate what your kids will do with their lives. But it's about building the character on the inside of them. I think Martin Luther King said, you know, one day uh, uh, I had a dream that one day kids won't be judged by the colour of their skin but by the... the, Content. The content of their character. Yeah. And so, and that's what, when you're out doing things in your community Mm. and, and, and when you're by being out doing things in your community, naturally you'll end up going to be in a you're going to be in a place of service at mm. some point. Um, and if that becomes a characteristic of those that they of theirs that they mm. want to that they serve mm. others, man, that's massive. Mm. It's huge because mm. it takes it'll it um, gives them permission. More than that, it it promotes. Or get them away from that selfish or self-absorbed right. attitude right. to be able to look outside of themselves and see what the world, what's yeah. going on in the world outside of them. Yeah, you know, and I think I think that's yeah, I think that's huge. It's good. I think it's really good. So, which and then my my, fi- my final one that I had was around. Oh, if I can find it. Sorry, checking my notes here, people. I do apologise. Be with me. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Swear this uh, better be good. Wow. Yeah, no, it actually isn't what I thought it was. Anyway. <laughs> Make sure you do the ADHD test after. Oh, I can't even want to write down <laughs> 10 minutes ago. How good, how good am I going? <laughs> Mate, you're kicking goals. Uh, do you want to do your point? What was your last one? No, I gave my last oh, okay. point, but oh, yeah. I, w- I will summarise because when you were just talking there, it sort of um, hit me again, just the importance of vision. Yeah. And, you know, how do we get over ourselves is seeing the bigger picture of what we're actually – seeing the value of what we're doing. Yeah. Actually not disregarding, oh, it's just me, I, you know, 
I'm just a stay-at-home mum or I'm, you know, yeah. I'm just a plumber yeah, or I'm yeah. just this. But, no, go, mate, you are having impact. Yes. You are demonstrating 100%. how to uh, conflict resolution within the home. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. Like powerful, powerful, powerful. And to be able to go, hang on, the vision that I hold isn't just about me. Man, that's freeing. That's yep. what liberty really yeah, is. Yeah, When you're actually building beyond self. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, my my last <laughs> my last one was uh, look at your sphere of influence, mm-hmm. um, and this goes back to relationship. Um, but it's like uh, because you because we have when I say sphere of influence, it means like people that you have relationship with, right? Yep. And we have lots of different levels of relationship, so uh, you can have acquaintances. Mm-hmm. So that's what you maybe a lower level of relationship if you like. Somebody you might say get A2 down the street that mm. you know them from somewhere. Mm. Maybe you've worked alongside them at some point or you were on a job with them or whatever, but mm. um, you're not in close contact but you still have a you still have a level of relationship. Yeah. Um, but e- like even there you're able to to that's still a, what you would call a sphere of influence yeah. because you could invite those people to join you in what you're involved mm, in. Mm. You can invite them and, and say, hey, what do, you, what do you normally do with yourself? Mm. And maybe they're already involved in something or maybe they're not, mm. but because you were, uh, went outside of yourself and said, hey, do you want to get involved in footy or rotary or um, mm. the, do you want to come and check out the art gallery? Like, yeah. Whatever it is, or we've got a hiking club going on, dragon boat racing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, uh, the the food bank, the yes. Monday night tucker, like yeah. any of those things that you go, hey, do you want to get involved? Mm. Come and join in, man. Mm. Like, don't don't let fear hold you back. Yeah, and 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 then in that way, you're actually helping others to make those connections. That's empowerment. So if yeah. if you're in a position where you've started to make those connections for yourself, you can actually help other people start to move forward as mm. well. Um, because that's your what you call your sphere of influence. Mm. You know, you have a you, because we, yeah, it's a not and not talking about leveraging relationship, but actually increasing relationship, mm. going deeper in relationship, yeah. um, and then maybe maybe you get help people make connections with other people, mm. not with you necessarily. You go, mm. oh, what are you interested in? Oh, I used to, you know, I used to do a lot of park runs where I was, you know, back in Adelaide before mm. I moved over here. We've got a park run here. Come mm-hmm. on, you should get involved in that. Actually, I know a guy that mm. does that. Bang. You yeah. know, just help people make those connections. Yeah. I think is a really positive thing that we can mm. do in our community. Like I said, it might not be something that you're necessarily involved in, mm. but you can still help people make those connections. Yeah. Um, and then um, st- and also in the same way, you can start to increase your sphere of influence uh, by looking to get involved in that next generation. Yeah. Uh, so that could be, and what you were saying uh, earlier, like uh, just helping out while reading at school, mm. you know, getting involved in mentoring through schools. There's a, I know the local high school has a, a learner driver program where you can go and help uh, young people yes. get their hours up. Yes. And that's that's a bit of service, but it's a way of just starting to make a connection yeah. with a young person. And it puts a demand on you as well when you start to give yes. to upskill yourself. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, and this is a privilege of working with young people in particular. Going, they ask you a question, you, had, you don't know the answer, but guess what? You get this cool responsibility now of going, do you know what? I'm just going to upskill myself yep. to be able to better you. Yeah. Yep. It's actually not about me. Yep. It's about you. And if I don't get the answer for you, who will? Yep. So. Yep. And there's so there's just so many ways you can get involved. Mm. I reckon. Like, I know there's a lot of count, youth council programs. 
Uh, there's youth groups. There's sports sports clubs, obviously. Mm. Like plenty of those, plenty of coaching guides. People need coaching scouts. Scouts and and then yeah, anything that your kids are involved in, get involved in that. Mm. Help them out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. That's good. Cool. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Great. Giddy up. Well, like you've been listening to Make You Seem Great Again. You are you've been listening to your hosts Corey and Joanne uh, go on about community connection for the last little while. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you soon. Take it easy, Joe. See you later. Thanks for tuning in to Make You Seem Great Again. You can find more great podcast content on all your good podcast providers such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Podbean. You'll also find us on TikTok at Sale Community Connect and... And Instagram. See you around, Gippsland. <laughs>